DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We are joined now by Hannah Storm. You know her over the years, a lot of big games, a lot of studio shows, and now one of the many things she's working on, Thursday Night Football, Andrea Kramer, Hannah Storm, the first female combo, first female duo to call NFL games. Hannah, welcome to the show. Guys, it's great to be with you. How y'all doing? We're doing well, and I am curious about many things. We've only got a few minutes with you, so we won't get through the entire list here. But I'm curious if you take a moment and step out of what you've got to do today and tomorrow and look back at your whole career. Did you visualize something like this? Are you At some point, did it become normal? Are you still stunned? How, how does a career look? Because obviously, you've accomplished several cool things. I mean, listen, when I... When I first got into the business and there weren't, you know, people, I I couldn't get hired being a woman and, and, you know, trying to get a job in sports. So my first job, I was actually a heavy metal DJ down in Corpus Christi, Texas. And, you know, even then it's, I, I, I visualized, um, I really wanted to, uh, host the Olympics because those, the only women that were, that were on TV doing sports were usually, you know, morning show anchors who got to do the Olympics. So, so that was it. So I, I visualized doing an Olympics and I visualized actually anchoring a morning show. So I did both of those things. Um, one thing I never, ever thought that I would get a chance to do is call play by play of the NFL. I, I got to tell you. Um, and I it definitely would not have happened if not for Amazon, just thinking completely out of the box. Um, and putting us on this this streaming platform. So this, I definitely never envisioned. I can tell you that very safely. Well, you've certainly done a lot of uh, tremendous things over the years. I, I think the only knock that I have against you, I'm an Arizona State grad, and you have a close association with an Arizona grad. So other than that, man, <laughs> you really okay, got it so going on. I thought. I thought, and I'm not going to say anything bad about the scum devils. No, no, oh, nothing. Ooh, um, nice. Yeah, no, I, I thought I thought you were going to give me grief, first of all. Usually when somebody gives that kind of caveat, it's because they went to Notre Dame and they don't like Notre Dame. So that's first of all. So I appreciate you not, you know, uh, killing me um, for being a Notre Dame grad. But Dan Hicks, my husband, um, golf host, and among other things on NBC, yes, he is an Arizona grad. Uh, but my dear, dear friend, Herm Edwards, is at ASU. So um, so there's a, there's a part of me that appreciates. Uh, when you have an opportunity to speak to Dan, just the only thing I would say is 70 to 7. Uh, very funny. Very <laughs> funny. And he would say, I'm telling you, what, what the heck has happened? Really seriously, Arizona football. <laughs> I mean, it is. I don't know, but let's it's keep it going. Embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. I know. I know you love it. I know you do. I know you're having fun. Um, and I would say some things are cyclical, but I don't know how they're going to pull themselves out of this. It's it's really crazy. Yes, he's he's bummed for sure. But bear down. <laughs> couple of uh, NFL storylines I'm looking at, and I'm curious what you think and maybe what you hear in casual conversation when you're calling games, and I don't know how much interaction you get in the COVID era as we hopefully emerge from it at least a little bit. Uh, but I'm curious what people think about the way the Rams have started. Not any one game, not any their ups and their downs and all that. Right. But when you go big picture, is this mm. a team – is Stafford really the missing piece of the puzzle and the Rams yes. are ready yes. to go big? Yes. 
Yes, 110%. Um, we do talk to uh, the major players and the offensive and defensive coordinators um, for for Thursday Night Football. So I do get actually quite a bit of insight. Um, it is Sean McVay, think of him as like a chef, right? And he wanted to make some beautiful, complicated dish, but he didn't have his main ingredient, right? Now he has his main ingredient. So... Stafford is so smart. So intellectually, he and McVeigh are kind, are in sync, right? They're on the same page. He is the missing piece that is allowing McVeigh to really unleash everything that he wants to do. Um, and them being healthy, that's huge. Um, they had major injuries last season, certainly not as, as many as some teams, like the 49ers were decimated, as you know. But... Stafford and them being healthy, uh, that's the key. I don't think that we, the three of us, can sit here today and think of a better team in the NFL. I really don't. Not, not right now. Right now, I would say they're the class of the NFL. So I a little story. It'll be very brief. Years ago, I was working in a newspaper. I'm an old newspaper guy and uh, had a job in the Los Angeles area. And we were working a desk shift one night. It was late at night. And the 11 o'clock Sports Center comes on. And there were two African Americans who were doing the late night Sports Center. And like, I look up at the television, I'm Caucasian. Well, the guy next to me, friend, a uh, friend of mine, Eric Stevens, he covers uh, hockey f- now. He was African American. Mm-hmm. And he got so excited when he saw on the screen, and I don't remember who they were, uh, two African Americans sitting side by side, two men to uh, take us through the day's sports. And it was obvious it meant something to him as an African-American to see two people, you know, relatively speaking, who looked like him on the television. And I'm wondering if you can relate to that as you and Andrea Kramer get going and doing your call as far as what it means to women. Because I will listen to the game, and I'm not a woman, so I'll take it in for what it's worth, but when you have people that are of a so-called minority group, in this case females, in terms of what it means to other females down the line for years to come. Yeah, I, I, I do think that that's a really important point that you just made. So you've probably heard the expression that you have to see it to be it. Um, I do think that once you can see somebody doing something, uh, like two women calling a football game, which is, is really rare. Um, as we've discussed, it's never happened before. But that becomes a viable career option. That becomes something that any young woman can say, well, I want to do that. You know, I, I want to do play-by-play of professional football. I want to do analysis of professional football. I want to analyze something that I, frankly, uh probably will never be able to play. So I do think the fact that we're just there um, is super powerful, and and even more so the fact that we've done it for four seasons, that it wasn't a one-off, and that Amazon has had us there for four seasons is, you know, it's unprecedented, and, and I really do hope that it inspires, you know, more young women to do what we're doing. So it seems it seems to me that going forward, Amazon, as you said earlier, you know, just thinking differently. It seems to me like with the way technology is changing, there's a lot 
of possibilities, and we're starting to see it. The most recent example is probably the Manning brothers with the alternate Monday Night Football telecast. But it seems like there can be a lot of that going forward, and there are a lot of possibilities to show the same game, but with a lot of different voices and styles around it. And certainly ESPN's been experimenting with that with the college football playoffs, but it seems like they've barely scratched the surface. Do you think there's real enthusiasm for that, or do you think... It's expensive and money still talks and there may not be as much experimentation as some people would hope and wish. Guys, I am being told I have to wrap. I'm so sorry. (laughs) And that's such a good question and I want to answer it. Um, Can I answer it really quickly? Okay. Okay. Um, I think what what we're seeing, uh, to your point, and it's it's a great one, is even what you're seeing on Monday Night Football. So you're seeing you know, the Monday Night Football telecast. You're seeing Peyton and Eli. Um, there's there's a mega cast for the national championship game. Amazon is doing the same thing. They're offering Andrea and I. They're offering um, a scouts broadcast. They're offering a a, a Spanish uh, you know streaming call. So. I think I think that as things get more specialized and you know everybody's trying to figure out how to get a little piece of the audience and so I think you're going to you're just going to keep seeing it you know more and more I think you're going to you're going to see all these different options for people to watch and hope that you know some of them connect with in this case the, the prime subscribers you know they they want to listen to us call the game they're going to come find us and I I think it's you know the wave of the future well, Hannah, I know we got to let you go. I if I could, so I'd ask sorry, you about guys. your foundation and your production company, but we'll have oh, you on another time to talk you. about those passion no. products, projects. Listen, listen, you guys, I really appreciate it. It's really fun talking to you guys. Thanks for all the thoughtful questions. Hannah Storm being hustled off to the next phone call. 10-minute windows. Crank it out. Yeah, I don't want to talk to her about production. I just want to talk to her about that she is a hardcore fan of Kenny Chesney. Kenny has a satellite radio station, No Shoes Radio, and he has guest DJs on, and she was one of them. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I've listened to her. And then they replay it. Like the Manning Brothers, Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. They've had Hannah Storm. Uh, what's the gal? Andrews? Aaron Andrews? They've had her. Yeah. That's all I care about. Production company and all that. Yeah, lighten up, Francis. <laughs> Francis. <laughs> FJ and PK. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. You get so technical, so bogged down and stuff. Yeah. Just we're we're going to get her back on because she wants to talk about that stuff. I bet, you, I bet you if I asked her about guest DJ for Kenny, she'd be way more excited to talk about that. Well, you should have blurted it out then. We didn't have time. You had a microphone in front of you. You could have made time. Since when are you shy? Because she said she had to go. Didn't stop that's me. Not, I kept talking. But that's so, yeah, I know. That Steve Young at the interview still would have gone on. <laughs> I went and got to breakfast, man. That was when I was on remote. I, I left, came back 20 minutes later. You're still asking them questions. You were so, yeah, I didn't see and you, another I thing, didn't Steve. I haven't seen you that fired up since Monday morning. <laughs> and you were on one Monday morning. You were so juiced up. Jeez. Juiced up. <laughs> well, I think that we respect the interviewer's time. And if they say they've got 10 minutes, they've yeah, got 10, 10 minutes. minutes. So I, Bronco Mendenhall once told me that. He said, one of the reasons why I like talking to you because if you say you need five minutes, five minutes is it. 
He said, I can't tell you how many times people say blah, 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 and then I give them the time, and it's double the time. They say 15, we're 30. Don't tell me you need 15 and then 30. I hear you, Bronco. Yeah, I remember him specifically telling me that. And he was irritated by that because he was a regimented and still is, I would assume. I haven't talked to him in a good long while, but for a while we were talking to him all the time. So I didn't want to burden her. But yeah, she's a good, good personality. I didn't know whether I should bring up how tight she was going to be. Should I bring up the fact that her husband is a Tucson guy, Dan Hicks, is a graduate of, I think, Sabino oh, in, in Tucson. And I knew he went to the U of A, but she jumped on that right away. But Notre Dame, I'm never going to rip Notre Dame to her. Are you kidding me? That's in, <laughs> Notre Dame's in my blood. Yeah. Jersey's Jersey's home turf for Notre Dame. Oh, There's yeah. Irish fans all over Jersey. Oh, for sure, yeah. There's no question about that. That That's absolutely true. Uh, when uh, when I was growing up, we had a picture of Jesus and Era Parsesian. And Frank. No, uh, it was a wall of Frank. <laughs> no, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I'm still talking about just pictures. Shrine, yeah. Frank? Now that Frank's another Frank, kid. Frank, Frank. Frank's an entirely different category. Uh, but, yeah, Notre Dame was big. So I knew she went to Notre Dame. And I wanted to tease her. See, and she played along big time, calling them the scum devils. I like it. She's caught up I in I had it. not heard that. Oh, you hadn't? No. Yeah. And I knew, I, I went to college with a big Arizona Wildcat fan, a guy yeah. who grew up in Tucson and... Would follow his Wildcats anywhere. Certainly not to the Rose Bowl on January 1st. Nope. <laughs> he was quite bitter about that. And that was a long time ago. I can't imagine the level of bitterness he has now. Because he'd be wandering in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> That's the one thing. I will always, always root against them to win the conference. You finish second every year. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to be able to hold that one yeah, thing over yeah, their head. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. Yes. Well, you're good for another year because they're not doing it this year. You can worry about next year, next year. You got it for another year. Yes. You're like the Dolphins, one year at a time, baby. They need the Cardinals to lose, and they can celebrate another year as the only perfect team in NFL history. You think it happened at some point, but uh, not going to be happening in the near future. And at the same time, geez, there's been some teams that have never gone in my lifetime in the conference. Isn't it Cal has been in the fifties? Fifty nine, I think, was their last their last Rose Bowl. And they should have gone as a second place team and Texas nudged them out. Politics got in the way. That was a very good team. I think they had one. Yeah, but that's a second place team. That yeah. doesn't even count. A one loss team in triple overtime. That's yeah, now you can you can backdoor it to an extent. Yep. Probably not this year though. <laughs> this year I think the conference champ will end up in the Rose Bowl. If Oregon wins out, but I think Oregon's played too many close games already. They're going to play more close games, and somebody's going to get them at why, some point. Why not Oregon State or ASU or, U, or Oregon State's already got two Oregon losses. State's already got a loss, and so they what? don't because they don't have a big time win when they start separating out the one loss teams. Suppose they beat a one uh, one loss Oregon team. That's not a big time win. That's ridiculous. Okay, how's that not a big time win? Well, it would be a two-loss Oregon team at that point, but I didn't want to help you with the math. Well, yeah, but they would have beaten a one-loss Oregon team. I get your point. That ASU is ranked. Do they play ASU? If not, they get them in the Commerce title game. No, they always get... 
uh, every year the Devils get scheduled to Oregon State deep in November at eight thirty at night. <laughs> it's been like ten years in a row. <laughs> it can't literally be ten years in a row. They had to have had a buy. But at everything's some point. got. It's like three years in a row with uh, what last year they created a bunch right. of nonsense when they came up with this scheduling because Larry Scott played follow the leader with Kevin Warren of the Big Ten. And so, uh, yeah, I think they do. And and uh, Oregon State looks legit. I mean, I know they they had the they had the one loss. So what? They should be if they if they run the table, I'd pitch a fit if they didn't get in. Whoever it might be, prepare. Same thing with Oregon. Prepare for the. Fit you pitching. lose in overtime. I know Oregon's the one because they've got to win at Ohio State. They could have a win and get in as a one loss team. I have a hard time seeing other other Pac-12 one-loss teams are going to get left out. I disagree because no invitation. one in the conference has gone undefeated. And now the Devils, I don't think it'll happen, by the way, but the right. Devils I in Oregon State, I don't their, lo- their, con- their losses were out of conference, yep. which both on the road, mm-hmm. which means that you'd have to go 10-0. and zero. No one has ever gone 9-0, and zero, let alone 10-0. and zero. So you're probably getting worked up over something that's not going to happen. But if it did happen, it'd be impressive, and that impressiveness should be accounted for. And I agree with oh, you. I just if believe it's it not, won't. I'm going, you but know I believe what, it, I believe bleeper. It, I believe it won't be. Oh, I disagree. We'll probably never find out. I agree on that. <laughs> and actually, I would like to see it. To see what would happen, because I think that would be a, a big time disrespect to the conference. Yes, I agree. Somebody <laughs> went ten and zip. Yep. Now I guess Oregon wouldn't be that team because they theirs was a conference loss. I know, but if you are twelve and one and a conference champion with an overtime conference road loss to a team with a winning record, and I believe Stanford will end up being a team with a winning record. Yeah, regardless, but I get your point. Yeah. And you're right. If it were a four and eight team, you should probably still be in. But certainly, if it's a winning record, you should be in. But and and I think Oregon probably would get in. I just don't have faith in anybody else getting in. Although I'm probably a little too optimistic on Oregon. It doesn't matter. They're just media voters. But you see the rampant disrespect for the conference. As soon as Oregon loses, they fall behind Ohio State. We don't have to guess who is better. They actually yeah, but play. none of those people have a say. They in don't. It. They don't. So you're right. I don't but care they what to, they think. They tend to think a lot alike. Yeah, we'll, but you're right. We'll it could see, be different. I don't think Oregon's going to go through unscathed because no. I haven't believed in their quarterback. I've said it. I thought they were overrated. I thought they were getting too much esteem for a mediocre quarterback. To me, this is what they've had during the Helfridge years. When you look at Oregon, when they've been on top, it's when they've had a big time quarterback. Right. They've played five games. Two of them were basically scheduled wins: Stony Brook, money game, and Arizona, probably the worst team in the conference. Maybe 11. So they won those games big. The other three games were all close. And they won two out of three of them. And I expect that's how it's going to go for them throughout the year. And so somebody's going to get them again. And maybe it'll be Utah. Maybe it'll be Oregon State. Maybe it'll be Washington or UCLA. There's plenty of teams who could pull it off. Yeah, I think the the Oregon misses the Devils and the uh, Trojans this year. You are correct. Because you missed two teams in the crossovers. You are correct. Those are the two that they miss, for whatever that means. Yeah, I don't know. Because I'm not sure. Because I think what we're seeing, what we've seen, and maybe we don't continue to see it, because I will allow some teams to gel, but they have to prove it. But what we're seeing is there's probably four or five 
maybe six teams that are pretty good. They just have problems being pretty good every week. At their best, they're pretty good. Yep. But they've all got an Achilles heel, and it can all, and it'll sink them at some point. Or already has. Right. All right, DJ and PK. Coming up, everything you missed in the show, we'll get you up to speed next. Stay with us.